You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Blog Talk Radio. Blessed by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday night, March 15, 2018. We are in the Apple Valley Studio recording Penny Bishop, founder and overseer of the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ. Dr. Alfred Morris, tonight is our weekly Food for the Soul Bible study session. We are living in the last days. We have been talking about the end times. Are you ready? So you know God coming back. And if you don't know, I just told you, Radio Land, this is not a joke. This is not an alarm. This is breaking action news. God coming back. It's in the Bible. It's in Revelation. 
telling you what I know, not what I'm thinking. I'm telling you what I know. The Lord is going to come back, and he's coming back for a ready church, not those trying to get ready. God said, don't get ready, be ready, stay ready. So if you're not ready, hurry up and get ready and stay ready because God is on the move, and he's coming back for a ready church, ladies and gentlemen. Also, some other news on tomorrow night, the 16th of March through the 18th. So the 16th at 7.30, the 17th at 7.30, and 3.30 service on the 18th. We are celebrating our National Women's National District Meeting. This is where we celebrate the women, the beautiful women that have made our church what it is today. They've helped shape it and helped shape the ladies as to the way we should be in our church. Now, in this service, we are going to pay homage and honor to our two legacy ladies that helped start our organization with Dr. Moore, our beloved esteemed National Mother Novella Moore went home to be with Christ. And our esteemed, beautiful district, Mother Betty Clayton, went home to be with the Lord. They were our pioneer women. They shaped and made the women of our church to be as gracious and grateful as they are today. Because of those two ladies pioneering and lighting the torch and paving the way, the women of our church will have the best examples we could ever have as to how to be women of Christ and lead others to Christ because they taught us the way. Tonight, you will hear from Bishop Moore. He will preach and teach the gospel. He will give you a best day of the Lord, as he always does. He does it in the way that God wants him to do it. Just remember this. When you're listening to him, he's not telling you what he wanted to say. He's telling you what God said, because he's only going to tell you what the good Lord said. So you know other way. He ain't going to try to fake, shake, and sugarcoat it for you. Now, remember this. Only you can get yourself into heaven. I can't get you there, Dr. Moore. Can't your own pastor or bishop or minister can't? You have a relationship with God like never before. It is your choice to follow in God's written word. He only left you basic instructions before leaving earth. That's what the Holy Bible stands for. He only left you. Each and everybody on this earth, we all have a destiny. We all have a divine purpose that God has set forth for us. It is not up to us how we do what we think and say. It is what God wants us to do and say that we should abide by the letters of the laws of the land, the Ten Commandments. We should follow them. And honor God's holy written word because God is everything without him. We are nothing. Like last night, my grandfather prayed for me and some 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 stress was lifted up off my shoulders just as of today because faith the reign of a mustard seed is all I really needed. I knew that prayer works. And yes, I always pray for myself and others. But it just seems like that when somebody else says a prayer for me, it just it makes me Rejoice all over again because somebody took the time to pray for little old me. I'm not the greatest big person in the world, but somebody took an opportunity to tell God to pray for little old me. And I am so forever eternally blessed and grateful that Grandpa and everybody else has prayed for me in the world. All of our um, our our prayer our prayer warriors at the church that are praying for little old me, I say thank you and God bless you because of you guys keeping me covered under the blood of Jesus. God is working with me on a daily basis and he's moving me in all the right directions the way he should have me to go. I'm thankful for that. I have ups and downs like you and everybody else, but God is steadily working with me and moving me in the way that I can be a tool in his ministry and share share what I know about God and let people know about the Bible. And I thank God for that, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, your host, teacher, preacher, and bishop, my grandfather, my bishop and doctor, Dr. Apple Mark. God bless God bless you in Radio Land tonight. God bless you. Amen, my granddaughter. Kitasha tonight, bringing us on tonight. And letting you know, amen, we're looking to have a glorious time this week at Greater All Nation Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ, 8516 South Compton in the city of Los Angeles. We're going to be celebrating, amen, this women's, amen, this women's meeting. And if you're in the area and you want to come, we, amen, open our arms to receive you, that we can all praise the Lord together. God bless you, amen, in Radio Land tonight. We want to say thank you again for opening your heart, amen, and receiving us. Well, tonight, praise the Lord, we are going to continue, amen, where we left off at, amen, on last Thursday, praise the Lord. And I believe, amen, that was in Acts uh, chapter 2, verse 18, 
36 through uh, 40. And verse 14 reads, amen, but Peter stood up with the 11 and he lifted up his voice and said unto them, ye men of Judah and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass. In the last day, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your son and your daughter shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And all my servants and all my handmaids, I will pull out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assurance that God has made that same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Oh, when they heard this, they were pricking in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are for all, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words, did he testify and they brought saying, save yourself from this upward generation. Read you the entire, praise the Lord, Acts 2.18 through 36 through 40. And we are talking about tonight, Peter's message at Pentecost. Peter method at Pentecost. Peter, that was an experience that happened on the day of Pentecost that if you read about it, you never will forget it. But there was some confusion going on in Jerusalem at that time because Jesus had been crucified by the Jews. And there was a great uproar. And Peter, being one of the apostles, Peter stood up with the 11. It's time to stand up with ever who you have and what you have. Peter stood up with the 11. And he lifted up his voice and said unto them, you men of Judah, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you. I want you to hearken unto my words. These are not drunken. They was in the upper room, and they were waiting on the spirit of the Lord. And he was letting them know that they are not drunken as your carnal mind thinks that they are. Yes, they were acting funny. They were staggering. Amen, some was wobbling. So the people thought, amen, they were drunk off of some type of wine. But Peter wanted to let them know they are not drunken as ye suppose. Seeing it is 
but the third hour of the day. Is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Joel had prophesied that it shall come to pass. In the last days, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall dream dreams. And your old men, your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And all my servants and all my handmaids, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Well, that word can be interchanged. They, can, they shall preach the word of God. Peter's method on the day of Pentecost is just still as good and still as powerful as it was, amen, when he instructed Judah, amen, is to hear his voice. This is that Joel prophesied. Peter had just received the Holy Ghost. So when he had spoke from the vantage point of a new experience, moreover, he spoke under the direction and influence, anointed, and authority of the Holy Ghost. Peter was not of himself when he spoke these, these words. He was under the anointing of the power of God. He did not speak out of a frustration or righteous angry about the way Jesus had been treated. Or he could have easily spoke to them because they had all denied him and said he was not the Christ. But Peter spoke out of the love of God. He spoke from a genuine concern to bring revelations to the people who needed to experience God's love. Tonight, amen, I am here to bring, amen, God's love to you. Not out of harshness, how, amen, Jesus was treated or sometimes how I be treated. But I'm here is to help bring, amen, God's love to a dying world. Peter spoke on the day of Pentecost as a man who had been changed by the power of the Holy Ghost. When you receive the power of the Holy Ghost, you are uh, changed individual. Oh, you're not the same person that you was before amen. God gives you power after that you receive the Holy Ghost. The Lord gives you anointing after you receive the Holy Ghost. He had been in prayer and waiting on God for seven to ten days. Prior to Pentecost, let me tell you, amen, there is nothing like, amen, getting somewhere, meditating and consecrating, amen, and waiting upon the Lord is to talk to you and to move upon you. Peter then was, amen, waiting for the promise. God had promised them that he wouldn't leave them, nor would he forsake them. And on the day of Pentecost, the Lord fulfilled that promise unto them and told them to go to Jerusalem and stay there. Amen. Don't leave, but stay there until you be 
endower with power from on high. When we go to Jerusalem, everywhere Jerusalem is at, you ought to stay there until you meet the condition that Jesus may fill you with his Holy Spirit. He has spent about three years of his life following Jesus and listening to his teaching. He was prepared to speak full of the word and the power of God. It was not about Peter. It was about Jesus. He was full of the word, and he was full of the power of God. And he says in Acts 2 and 16, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last day, God said, I will pour out my spirit. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Peter used the opportunity to help his listeners to understand the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. To bring them to the point of understanding, he referred back to the prophecy of the Old Testament. Peter showed them that God was fulfilling the infinite wisdom of his eternal plan. God had a plan. God still have a plan. A plan he had made before the world even begun. Revelation 13 and 8. Fulfillment of God's plan should have been no surprise to them. For the prophet had spoke of these things years ago. The Jewish people knew the scripture. And they read them daily. They devoted themselves to observe the law. And attempted to live up to its many precepts including the menu of the law, added by their own priests. They possessed much knowledge, but they did not understand all of its meaning. It is one thing to know what the word of God saying. And it is quite another thing to understand what it means. How true tonight. It's one thing to know what the Lord is saying. But it's another thing to know what it really means. For hundreds of years, the law had been in shadows, type, and metaphors. But now the substance of the shadows was coming to life. But what the law could not do in that it was weak. God sent his own son in the likeness of simple flesh, condemning sin in the flesh. Jesus was a light to the world. When the light comes, we don't need no more shadows. We don't need no more types because the real thing that came. And I want to let you know tonight, shadows and types was all right under the law. But we don't live under the law anymore. We live under grace. The real thing has come. The light of the world has come. Our eyes ought to be open now, and we ought to follow the light. And that light I'm speaking about is none other than Jesus Christ. Peter was addressing Jewish pilgrims 
from all over the region. They came from villages, cities, in remote and far off places. They may have had various customs and difficult language and dialogue, but they all shared in common a bond. All of Judah shared a common bond, but they all were Jews, which is what brought them to Jerusalem. In the first first place, consequently, Peter preached a message to Jewish people in a Jewish city from the Jewish scripture about a Jewish Messiah. He preached the message. Stand up with Peter. When Peter quoted Joel the prophet, and it shall come to pass. In the last day, he was letting the people of Israel know that the time predicted by Joel had came. Oh, he was letting them know, amen, that the scripture was being fulfilled. The Lord was empowering his church with his Holy Ghost. Or he was empowering his church with his Holy Spirit. That was a great gift that God gave to mankind. The words, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Thank God he thought about us all. He didn't think about some, amen. But he thought about us all. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Reverend the abundance of God's spirit, which God, there is never a shortage. If you want his spirit tonight, you can have it. Because the Lord is still pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. It was not only for the Jews at that time, but it was for the Gentiles as well. He let us know, for the promise is unto you and unto your children and unto those that are far off, even as many as our Lord God shall call. There's always is more than enough. This wonderful experience is to whosoever will. If you want to, amen, experience the same thing they did on the day of Pentecost, it's for you right now. The prophet Joel spoke of the formal and the latter rain and the importance they played in Israel agricultural. If you don't get the right rain, you can't grow nothing. And I want to say, man, if we don't have the right rain, nobody can be saved. We got to pray, amen, for the rain. The former rain referred to the rain of autumn, which was planting time for the boiling crop. The latter rain referred to the rain of springtime, just before harvest of the boiling. We need to pray that God send on the rain. Springtime rain. We need some rain. I'm talking about the reign of the Holy Spirit as we are in the church, as we are giving God praise. Let's pray for some rain, amen, that is fall upon God's people. 
The earth is dry. When I mean the earth, I'm saying the earth of mankind's soul is dry, and we need some springtime rain. Oh, praise the Lord. We need that Holy Ghost. Is it come back? Amen. And do what it did on the day of Pentecost. Both of these rains were essential for a quality harvest. If we don't get rain, amen, we won't have a quality harvest. Oh, look out in the vineyard. Look out in the vineyard, it's white. The labels is few. Let us pray, amen, that God send labels in the vineyard because we need some rain. We don't, we tired of dry spirits. Hallelujah. Pray, amen, that God send on some springtime rain. However, it was a latter rain that renewed the fertility of the dry ground. Amen. When we're speaking of dry ground, amen, we're talking about, amen, uh, Christianity as a whole isn't dried up. Then are dried up. We need some rain. We need some moisture. Amen. We are, we was as a tree that planted by the rivers of living water. Some one and one. Amen. We ought to be. Amen. By some water. Amen. That we can continue to have life. Somewhere we have drifted away from the water, and life have come to be dry. We need to let us rain. The prophet like the outpouring of the Holy Ghost to the latter rain. He would liken that unto the latter rain. Amen. Everybody, praise the Lord. Be happy. Amen. When the season has been dry. Amen. And dust and flew everywhere. And then the rain come, amen, and damp the earth. Everybody gets happy. Well, praise the Lord. Our lives get dry. And we need, amen, the Holy Spirit is to come, amen, and bring it, bring with it refreshment, renewing, and restoration, and abundantly. We need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yes, and in the ocean, in this day and time that we're living in, the church is dry. But we need this Holy Spirit. The Bible says we have the form of godliness, but we deny the power thereof. Come on, Jesus says, after that you the Holy Ghost, you shall have power. Amen. You shall be my witness. We ought to be holy boldness, standing up for Jesus. Men of us, amen, as Christians, we cowardly Christians. We take out a light, amen, when it comes, amen, uh, and, and we're hiding in the bush. We don't want to let people know that we are saved and we are sanctified and we are filled with the Holy Ghost. We don't want to let them know that we are peculiar people. We are different from the world. We need this latter rain. Hallelujah. Spirit plays an active role in the Old Testament. Now, amen, if it played a, amen, uh, active role in the Old Testament, how much more do you think it's going to play in the New Testament? For he is not separated and a distinction from God. The Holy Spirit is not separated and distinction from God. The Holy Spirit and God is the same spirit. There is not but one spirit, and God is a spirit, and they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. 
When when the Lord says, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send the comfort unto you. He sent, amen, the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. What was the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit was none other than Jesus Christ himself. You can't separate Jesus from God. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of the Almighty. That's what they call it in the Old Testament. Amen. It says the Holy Spirit. Amen. Is the Spirit of the Almighty. When Pharaoh, amen, had Joseph, praise the Lord, uh, in prison, I believe, praise the Lord, uh, the Bible tells me that Pharaoh said to Joseph, in as much as God has shown you all things, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. Amen. Pharaoh had to acknowledge that the spirit of God was in Joseph. God chose Joseph. And let Joseph knew, amen, hallelujah, that his spirit was in him. The almighty spirit of the Lord was in Joseph in the Old Testament. Now, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was the origin and supernatural ability. Amen. And gave and was given of artistic skill. Exodus 31, 2 through 5. The source of power and strength. Amen. He was the source of power and strength. In Judges 3, 9 through 10, he was the inspiration of prophecy. Amen. The Holy Spirit was the inspiration of prophecy. The Bible Amen. The prophet moved by the power of the Holy Ghost. That's in the Old Testament. In 1 Samuel 19 and 20 and 23, amen, and the means of God's message. The Holy Spirit has always been active, an active force working God's will in the world. You may not see it, you may not know it, amen, but the Holy Spirit is working right now. In the world, the Holy Spirit is working right now. Still, when the prophets stated that the Spirit would come upon all flesh, it was a new ideal to God's people. They had never heard a such thing. That the spirit of the almighty was going to come, and amen, it was going to fall upon all flesh. That was a new idea to God's people. Prior to Pentecost, only kings, prophets, and judges was moved on by the spirit of God. With the latter rain, our point, however, that change. The prophecy of Joel stated that the Holy Spirit would be poured out on all your sons can receive the Holy Spirit. Your daughters can receive the Holy Spirit. And I am a living witness, amen. I know, amen, mothers and fathers, amen. I know some of their children done receive the Holy Spirit, cheering, being used in prophecy. The anointing of the power of God has come upon children, and God uses children in prophecy. 
young and old, all ages is included. Man servants, maid servants, complete foreign concept to the Jewish people. The Old Testament does not mention one instance of a slave being used in prophecy. The Lord was showing that he may not distinguish in point of his spirit. Ever who is ready, ever who will open up and say, Lord, pour it out on me, the Lord will pour out his spirit. Listen, First Peter 2 and 9 says, but you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him who has Call you out of darkness into this marvel light. Don't be ashamed in the praise him. If you don't call you out of darkness and the light has shined in your life, give him some praise. Give him some glory. When I say him, I'm talking about none other than Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me on earth, I will be ashamed of you before my Father, which is in heaven. Don't let nobody make you ashamed to give glory and praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because he's worthy of all praise. Under the new covenant, the other spirit is not reserved for spirituality and nation leaders. Without a doubt, it is an experience with God that he intended to be available to all people. God wants his spirit to be available unto all people. Remember when he died, he 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 come out, Amen. Of Jerusalem, died, Amen for the world, Amen. Yes, Jesus Christ, our Lord, he died for the world. He didn't die for Amen a certain nation, but he died for the entire world. And he want to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Every believer is anointed to be a king and a priest to God. You are somebody, amen, if you know who Jesus Christ is. Peter boldly stood up and preached Jesus and told them, amen, is to repent, every one of you. You know you done did wrong. You know you're guilty. He said, what shall we do? When you know you're guilty, when you know, amen, you done done wrong, you know, amen, is to ask for forgiveness. Only Jesus can forgive you for your sin. Joel had a 2 4 Prophecy, he's saying, and I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. Acts 2 and 19. Look it up. Into the heavens on a clear night, a person might be able to see thousands of stars. For where he they appear to be very close 
to him. However, these stars are actually thousands of miles away and thousands of miles apart from one another. Still, a person's eyes cannot distinguish which one are closer and which one are far apart. Look how great our God is. Prophecy also is difficult to discern. The prophet saw that numbers of things God unveiled to him received great revelation and were in awesome of events. However, often the prophet did not understand the thing God was revealing to him. He was, this was the case with the prophet Joel. God showed him something, but he didn't quite understand everything that God was showing to him. It was not time for it to be revealed unto Joel. Even God showed it to him. Joel said that in the last day, God would pour out his spirit on all flesh. But he also saw the end of the age. Yes, Joel also saw the end of this age what we're living in right now. Not only, amen, the latter rain and the former rain, but amen, uh, Joel saw the end of this world, amen. Perhaps, amen, in Joel's mind, all of the events may have appeared to happen in close proximity. Uh, even in similitude. But the two events were separated by hundreds of years. Some of the things Joel spoke of blood, fire, and vapors of smoke have not occurred as yet. But the outpouring of the Spirit has happened and continues to occur. The outpouring of the Spirit, as Joel prophesied that it didn't happen and is still happening today. We know that the Spirit has been pulled out because evidence in our lives and the lives of millions of others all around the world. Amen. We are his witness. Amen. Somebody, amen, will tell you in Japan, amen, that Jesus lives. Hallelujah. Because, amen, he poured out his spirit upon them. Somebody will tell you in Africa, amen, that Jesus lives because he poured out his spirit upon them. Praise the Lord. All over the world, we got somebody is a witness to tell you that Jesus unfolded out his Holy Spirit upon them. Joel prophesied, went on to reveal that the end of this present age or the end of the world would take place A men, a barrage of catastrophic events. Joel, amen, saw, amen, that this world was going to end in catastrophic events. A whole lot of things, amen, was going to come up on this world. This world, amen, was going to go through some difficult things up on this world. Joel already has saw this, and he has told us of this. He said there would be wonders in the heaven and signs in the earth. Moreover, there will be 
great demonstration of God's people in the church. But a glimpse of hope for the unsaved appears in Acts 2 and 21. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's going to be so difficult. The time is coming where they don't have to receive the Holy Ghost like we receiving it. The time is coming through that great tribulation time. It's going to be so much disaster upon the earth. The Bible says, whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He commands us now in the repent. But it's going to come a difficult time upon this earth. That if they just call upon him and acknowledge him as Jesus Christ, as their Messiah, as their Lord, he shall save them. Hallelujah. Moreover, make no mistake, the unsaved of this world will not wait too late to call on Jesus and receive salvation. Once God chooses once God closed the door to this age, just as he closed the door of Noah's ark, opportunity will be lost. Don't, don't, don't let it be too late. Don't let the Lord close the door on you. The day that you hear his voice, hard not your heart. Today is the day of salvation. Right now, right now is the time to repent. The Holy Ghost is our keeper. The Holy Ghost keeps us every day. But when this time comes, that's going to be so unpleasant on earth. You just need to call on Jesus. See, Jesus is not willing that any should perish, but all come to eternal life. Peter explained to those gathered in Jerusalem, that the believers in the upper room, they were not drunken. For it was only nine o'clock in the morning. He stated that the event and the demonstration that had transpired at the upper room was the fulfillment of Joel's prophecy. The Jews who spoke language they had never learned did so under the influence and the unction of the Holy Ghost. Listen, I'm a witness to that. The Lord will give you a language that you have never learned. But it is under the unction of the Holy Ghost. It is nothing a man that man can teach you. It has to come from heaven itself. The curve was that which was spoken by the prophet Joel over 800 years before. The outpouring of God's spirit has begun and now was available to them, available to young Oh, to their children and even to their servants, God will give his spirit to all who desire salvation. If you desire salvation, God will give you his spirit. Amen. We're living in a day and time. If you want salvation, amen, you can have salvation. Jesus Christ, the rejected Messiah, the life of Jesus. He said, ye, ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazarene, a man approved of God among you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye 
yourself also knows. According to Acts 2 and 22, though he was rejected by the people of Israel, Jesus was approved by God, the death of Jesus. Him being delivered by the determination council and full knowledge of God, ye have taken and by weakened hand have crucified and you have slayed him. Acts 2 and 23. The rulers of the Jews, they refused to accept the testament, the testimony of John the Baptist and the heavenly father himself. They refused to come to Jesus, the one the prophet had spoke of and all of Israel longed for. They rejected Jesus and they persisted in their stubbornness, unbelief, because they loved their praise. Amen. People is rejecting Jesus today. They refusing, amen, the word of God is going our own airways, and people is still refusing to come to Jesus because they don't want to stop what they are doing. But I'm telling you, in the day and time like we living in right now, come to Jesus. Come, amen, come to Jesus. Consequently, the religious rulers had Jesus arrested and tried, convinced, and executed because he threatened their religious established. He threatened their ways of their religious, amen. They wanted to get rid of him. They still tried to get rid of him, but you can't get rid of Jesus. You cannot get rid of Jesus. Jesus is here to save. Oh, praise the Lord tonight. Amen. This is the message of Peter. Amen tonight. This is Dr. Moore saying amen that the resurrection of Jesus, whom God had risen up, have loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that, amen, he should be whole, amen, by death. Jesus has come and he have conquered death, amen, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is Dr. Moore saying tonight, amen, God bless you. The Lord love you. I love you. Praise the Lord. I shall continue the message, amen, of Peter. Praise the Lord. I'm reminded, amen, the uh, Peter message, amen, at Pentecost. Upon this rock, I will be in my church, and the variegation hell shall not prevail against you. God bless you into the hands of my announcer. That was beautiful coming from Dr. Moore tonight. Um, just remember, 16th, 17th, and 18th, 2018, our church will be celebrating our Women's National District meeting. So please come out and celebrate with us as we celebrate the women of our church and the living legacies that they have bestowed upon the women of Greater Our Nation. And if we don't see you at services, Godspeed and God bless. We love you. We love you. We love you. Good night, everybody. Oh, yes. Again, one more time, the services are going to be 16th, 17th, and 18th, 7.30 p.m. on Friday, 7.30 p.m. Saturday, and then Sunday at 3.30 p.m. The address to the church is 8516 South Thompson Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90001. We will be celebrating our national mother, Novella Moore, and our beautiful district mother, Minister Betty Clavin. They both went home to be with Christ, but they are living legacies who taught us how to do as women of our church. God bless you and good night. We love you and God speed. Good night, everybody. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. 
you'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See Club for details.